Kokorongo ki te tangi a te kori mako Ko rero flowing a te hoka force Ko papa relevant, ko papa out of bounds Ko papa exigent, ko papa paramount Nga ko nga whakapiri mai ki te Ko papa tino whakahira hira Whakarongo pi kari kari mai Hare hare mai, o tari ngā hare hare mai We gotta gather up close everybody Gather up close everybody Kane kane move that body Kane kane move that body Ko te rau aroha tēnei e rere nei i runga i ngā rau mihi o tira i te hotaka rua rau o taringa e whakapao atu nei ki a koutou, tēnā koutou, nau mai hoki mai anei ki te punua pāho o taringa e whakanui nei i te rua rau o ngā hotaka kwa puta ki te whaiau Ki te ao mārama. Ki te ao, I was waiting for you to say, te ao mārama. Whanga nui stars. Nō rera. Anei, e whakapāo atu nei i te pokapū o Taringa i raro inga manākitanga a te wānanga o te roa from the bustling metropolis of Te Aumutu. And we have these two learned gentlemen with us i tēnei pō. Very learned. I tēnei pō. I tērā pō. Nō rera e hoa mai mihi ana. Ko hoki mai kōrua anei ki te taitoko i te ia Taringa. Mhm. Mean. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Tēnā tātai hōma. Tēnā tātai. Tēnā tātai. And tariau, kai te kairoto koe i ngā rau mahara. Yeah, so, pewhi ana tātai. Kano i te ora. Yeah, good to be here. Last time I was online. Yes, yeah. Ngāti rangi episode... It's one of the early ones. Early tua whakarere. Yeah, but in this winterous time... And you were going snowboarding. It's best you listen to the Ngāti Rangi episode. Taka. <laughs> I've had lots of people actually that have told me when they're driving on Te Onetapu yeah. or the other side, um, they listen to the Ngāti Wai Rangi episode or they've got it downloaded. So, mihi ana kia koe te hoa ko hoki mai. Bro, Rangi, i konei koe te tīmatanga. Yeah. I think this is my fourth episode that I've been a guest on. Nō reira, i te mea ko te ruarau tēnei, We've got a perehana, um, well, to ourselves, really. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whakanui <laughs> i te... I te was on our wish list. Yeah, on the wish list for a while, eh? So, um, hei whakanui tanga tēnei i te ruarau o Taringa. And, eh, eh, hane. E whāki atu nei ki a koutou o tira, hei tohu muringa i tātātou kaupapa o Taringa. Nō reira, tahi rua tōru whā, Taringa hi! Taringa hā! That is so cool. And that's where all our budget's gone. Tune in next week. So our friends had to make this table. You could be onto something here. That's a pretty, pretty cool table. How did that take you away? Well, I was thinking of one. Mote tupo no kare tetei taimai. Yeah. So mote tupo no. Oh, nice. Motetupono. Motetupono. Yeah, and as Te Kou would say, or his rangata, he would say, Motetups. You know, I first heard that from Pania. Motetups. Her and Korawa, Kohana, e Korero, Ferana. Motetups. Motetups. Yeah. Hey, hoia no, Motetupono. Maumai toha mara. Maumai toha marara. Motetupono ka ua mai. Bring your umbrella, just in case... Just in case it rains. Yeah. Going to always the hui or at such and such as place or take some sandwiches with the tupono. I'll take my ride with the tupono ka maroke te hui so I can gap it. You got the mote tupono? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better get the washing off the line. Mote tupono ka ua. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Ka pai. O e rau ki wa. So I'll put that on, on the Kiwa scale from one to five. Where would you put that? Uh, Probably a three, a four. One. Yeah. That's a good a one. high threes, maybe a low four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Taitoko. Hey, kuna te, kuna te Kiwaha. Oh, no, hey, hey, timatanga e, e hoa, we're going to start off with a couple of pātai. Yes, whakamahana, whakamahana, mm. whakamahana, 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 so, with whai kōrero, there's structure and there's rhythm. 
And um, with that rhythm, with that beat, uh, you, you go on a journey just like how a karanga has a rhythm and a beat. And so I think um, for me the difference is, is around how there's some formal structure to it and um, there should be some rhythm. Even though for uh, a while some people have only ever done haikōrero without rhythm, mm. but traditionally, and the ones I remember at home with our olds, they always had a, a beat to them, a rhythm to them, so yeah. Cool. Mm, never heard it. Yeah, you so got explain a like that. Yeah. You got a bit of a rhythm to you. Got got that. Yeah, you got a rhythm, got a flow, you got a bit of swag there, Chief. Pehau <laughs> whakaro, Rangi? Ah, it's a little bit kind of basic, but I always thought for me, whai kōrero wana marae, mihi afta marae. Yeah. That's fairly much what I thought. And then the whare, a is generally a mihi, mihi, that's probably a, a basic rule of thumb. Aye, aye, because aye. I've heard the term, uh, you know, so that point when a person's speaking, but in its truest sense, I've always thought it was the domain of the marae, mm. and the other places you're really doing a mihi. Mm. So when you're saying a marae, just for our listeners, you're meaning outside of the whare. A marae out there. Yeah, the marae out there. Yeah, so that's, uh, he, 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 he uh, there's a different, uh, not just a nuance, there's a different atmosphere and a different kind of elevated status um, that happens on that courtyard that doesn't really happen anywhere else. That's the only appropriate place in my mind where fake order will happens. Other places, and you'll notice the tone, you'll notice the ambience, Aye. the way that everyone reacts. There's um, fake order or just seems up that ante, eh? and it's, yeah. for me that's the, that's the only proper place for a fake order. Along with the rhythm, as you say now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there'll be, you know, there'll, <coughs> there'll be tau parapara, there'll be um, pao, niri, all of those different things that add to it. Mm, um, it gets a bit difficult for those tribes. Um, well, difficult's the wrong word, but it's different for those tribes who only run everything inside. Aye, yes, yes. Like your, your people. Aye, aye. Mm. Um, so, you know... They may challenge that. Yeah. But um, I do agree with Rangi there. Yeah. You know, I've been to, like, places like, um, because, you know, my tribe is very formal out the front. Mm. That's just, you know, how they, just what I grew up seeing is that very formal on the marae out there. Then I've gone to other places and it's anything but at times, you know. I'm like, whoa, that's really informal and it's kind of... Don't know how to act. I don't know how to act, you know, because it's like, you know, just... And I think that's just a different style and a different tikanga um, that I know. So I was like, wow, is is this a fake kōrero, you know? So just different iwi approaches, but I've always Mm. been kind of taken back when it's really kind of informal on Mm. the marae. Mm. Kia ora, yeah. Kia ora, brownie. Yeah, these were pretty good. Just talking about the north. Um, <laughs> there are some, you know, kukite, kohare, ki tahi ona kaupapa i te taitokera. Mm. I tahi wa, kei waho. Yeah, kaputatu yeah. te kaupapa ki waho. Yeah, and in saying that, ahakoa te raiwi o miki o tatau. Um, te nuing o te wā, kei roa whareke rātou e mihi mihi ana. E mihi mihi ana. E, yeah, e, yeah. e, e, Pōwhiriana me rā mahi. Um, the hui that I have been to when it is outside, I've noticed the difference. Aye. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I found that quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But ko te mihi, yeah, you know, e tahi wā, you know, katū noho ki te mihi, it could be any time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the big thing yeah. that people um, or learners should realise that there's a time for it, but mihi mihi can be as, as much mm. as a wave to a person on the street. Yeah. yeah, we left us was after the, well, we had a bit of a party and they had a few cup of teas and done a very informal mihi on the way out. So, you know, but I called it a way where if I called it, you know, engari he mihi, he mihi tērā. Ki te hāwene e tukuane i te miki tāna rekeo e tēnā koe e hoa. Oh, engari mo te mihi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Just wondering, have you had a, 
um, and ui ui with anyone who makes korowai as part of your toy series. I know many would like to know the tikanga around, around wearing them. Can you buy them for yourself? Must they, must they be gifted? Can you make your own for yourself? Can men make them? Who are they passed on to after someone has passed? Or are they buried with the two papaku? So many pātai. Mm, so mm. many pātai. Oh, yeah. That's just like on that um, episode you've done when I wasn't here. In the toy series with Carl Leonard. Carl Leonard, He's a yeah. weaver, eh? 167. Episode 167. Main weaver, eh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and there's lots of etahi ina etahi ona tupuno tuho in there, like um, the Pairi Tuterangi was a known weaver. Yeah, but he was also a person that um, wouldn't wear clothes made by female. Really? Wow. So his clothing, he made sure that, that was, even his European clothing, his suits, he made sure they were tailored by men. Wow. I remember Poe oh, telling me about left. that. So he wouldn't wear, mm. and that's because of his tapu. Yeah. So um, I also think, yeah, I um, um, absolutely agree. Men, um, men were weavers. Mm. Yeah, there's heaps of amazing um, yeah. male weavers. Mm. But what about his his a eh, question around the um, korowai? Oh yeah, that. But also getting buried with people that doesn't have to happen. Well, traditionally, they were all buried with a person because really? you didn't have a coven. Killed him, you know, and so. You'd, they'd wrap you up with your kaka, mm. and um, you know I I come from a from a, a mindset where sometimes um, certain people should still go down with with something, mm. um, even though the European concept of heritage and and protection has come in. I know um, for people who have done amazing things in their tribes. They should have gone down with the cargo. Yeah. And now Kai Kōrero, who spoke on the toy series, he said, he, was, he mentioned um, scarcity because it's such rare, you know, this, the, our artists are so rare or there's very little of them that we that we put a lot of meaning mm. and we treasure a lot of these um, kōrowai that we want to keep them up because there's not many makers of them. And yeah. so mm. uh, there's also that for Kaho as well. Back yeah. in the day, everyone would have had one so they weren't really mm. treated with such yeah. high regard, eh? Well, uh-huh. still with high regard, but it was it was, it was still available that yeah. the, the artists or that type of ilk. Not, not only the artists, but I think the resource as well, right? Mm. You know, like um, you're talking in the, in the times when... when you know, they used to stuff pillowcases and mattresses full of kereru feathers and, 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 and kiwi feathers, and right? Aye, and kaka, and they used to eat them. Aye. And now those those things are, are just a, such a treasure. So I think that they, they've realised that, you know, maybe there was a time when they were just buried, but uh, I think there is also a, a need to ensure that we have a... I saw one at um, Poe's night, Knighthood when we had his one f- from, from home and it's made up of... Um, Brown and albino kiwi feathers. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, And so you imagine how long you would have had to go to collect enough albino oh, kiwis no. to make a feather cloak mm. like that. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. So, um, you know, there is a, I, I get the point of burying it with them, but also the idea of, you know, I don't know if I'd like to see that go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. As, as an example. See, I, um, I was fortunate enough at, at my wedding um, to uh, wear uh, Missy's, one of Missy's family, um, mm. kākahu, and it was a kahukura. So it was made out of kākā. And all of the kākā feathers for this, for this kākahu um, all came from a mattress. Oh, really? <laughs> they all came from a mattress. Wow. And just amazing. It's a beautiful kākahu and... And I, I think um, there are there are some kako that will always go down in generations, just like other taonga. Mm. <clears throat> they will always go down, but then there are others that will that traditionally will go. You know, like we've got a patu in our family that's over six hundred years old, and that's deliberately been passed down. Then mm. there are others that are only a hundred years old or five years old, mm. and you know, it's it's about. Um, the, the name and what's been placed on those taonga. But um, I had a corridor with a Hawaiian tohunga, um, Sam Ka'ai. And, and what Sam talked about uh, was when you don't um, make the taonga, um, yes, there's a scarcity issue, but you can also then become lazy. 
Mm. And um, whereas making making the different artifacts or the taonga mm. should be common practice and they should be um, used for what they're supposed to be. Mm. And in, in his case, he was talking about his heimato. Mm. It's sharp as. Sharp as so that if he needs to, just pulls it off and goes fishing. Mm. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, he must have the hookups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're sharp tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you make them for yourself? Can you buy them for yourself? Pehe o koutou whakaaro. I mean, like, um, you know, our, our tipuna, like, carved houses for themselves and Kilda. made patu for themselves and raka. Mm. It's the same thing for me. Mm. I think so. Absolutely, you can. Kilda. And if you if you think about a taiaha or a patu, the balance for that person. So mm. you've got to be able to, you know, you balance it at the modi there, and and you've got to feel that. Yes, killed her. You know, um, and the other point is Missy's grandmother, you know, she was a well-known weaver and she made heaps for everybody else and one of, if not the last one, she made for herself. Mm. Killed her. I know you're, you're a dog person. Um, <laughs> what, you want a uh, kahukuri, I've, eh? I've always wanted, hey, I told you about that, eh? <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted one, you know, like, just like, go and pretend to rescue some dogs from the SPCA. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Everybody, yeah, a bit yeah, of a yeah. hundred and one Dalmatians. <laughs> you got a new coat to well, I just, your next hotel. When King King got, got his first haircut, I saved his, his huru huru. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, Ahoa, Ahoa Roa Haere won the huru huru kātahi ka um, kuti. Go to Aussie Cuts, because the dingoes are first cousins to our kuri. Uh, yeah. yeah, Aussie. Well, yeah. it's I just thought not... I'd just go down the road. <laughs> <laughs> not to my house. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting too. I remember the Papa had an exhibition and he kite out the Ireira te tai topuni. And yeah. what they done was is they turned it with the glass so you could see how they put it on. It was actually strips. Yeah, yeah. of yeah, sewing yeah, yeah. Oh, skin. So, they, so skin together. So they yeah. were so skin. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so I thought they like collected the tufts. Some, like some, are, got a haircut. Oh, okay. some are tufts that are, that are woven in. Because I went down because there's some from home in there and one's got this, it's actually the skin there and strips and sewn together. And it comes up like a fur coat. Ooh, up cool. yeah. And it is fashion. I can imagine you something like Yeah. I'm wearing Labrador. Yeah, I, 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 when I saw that and I thought, oh, I'd really, really I love one. I want to go I, to the SPCA. Then. I just don't know what the ethics of it are. <laughs> yeah. well, I think too with the, um, you know, mote hoko i te kākahu, i nga wao mua i hoko. I hoko. Aye. I nga nga taonga. E nga di hererereke, e kāri hoko nga you know, e harei te me ko te moni, te me hei hoki au a taonga. So it was mm. like hoko hoko, tau hoko hoko. Uh, Swap something of the same value, yeah. value or, you know, more. Yeah. Um, you know, e tahi o ngā kākahu and patu, you know, they were famous. I roto i te ao Māori and they could be, you know, swapped for a waka taua. Mm. Or, yeah. you know, like, pera rawa te wāriu o uh, ngā taonga. Oh, and waku, uh, a patu painamu, um, you'd, you'd be able to buy, or we would, Take a waka that would a twenty man waka mm. for a patu. Yeah. yeah. Now do they expect? Um, do they accept crypto? <laughs> How many bitcoin for? Bitcoin, bitcoin. Oh no. Well, you pay it off for caro, you know. Yeah, quite cool. I'm not the money hiko. Yeah. Kapefe te huri o te ao. Koinaka. Yeah, you don't need any money hiko. So a few glimpses of some possible um, episodes in the future. <laughs> te wari o te kuri. So yeah, na ki a koutunga kai pātai. And also we have a letter from um, one of our fans. <gasps> we do. It's so cool. Who sends letters these days? We need to get more into letter writing. Yes, yes, and this is a, I think this is really cool because one, it's in a letter, it's yeah. not in an email. Yeah. And, um, yeah. For legal purposes, we've, um, yeah, we'll call the this person um, Parata. Rangi. <laughs> <laughs> so this letter came Tino, all, all the way from Parumurumuay. Aye. Yep. Am I going to read the whole thing? 
I won't read the name. Taringa. I'm Rangi. In jail, Auckland prison. I watch Taringa and listen to it on the prison channel. Yeah. Can I have photocopies of words and chords to all Waiata compilation one, two, three, and four? It must be your job. Please, so I can sing and play. (laughs) (laughs) Please, so I can sing and play to the Waiata. Play to the Waiata when I'm allowed to have a guitar. I'll share the kupu and chords with others. Thank you. That's cool, that. That's really cool. Um, You know, one of the... Well, the the intention that I set at the start before, um, you know, I came in to see Mokina with this idea of doing a a podcast, Puno Paho. And it was all about, you know, sharing... um, Matauranga, te reo, well, a lot of people that don't have access, Chowda. you know, um, inviting people to think, to wānanga, um, yeah, no matter where they are. So, e mihi ana kia koe, mm. rangi e tuhi mai nei tō reta, uh, kia taringa. And to everybody else that we meet on the street, get Facebook messages from, mm, mm, mm. after your kauhau i te rāne e hoa, yeah, um, i puta mai e tehi, ki te, yeah, ki te kōrero, and they refer to episodes like people have their favourites. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of them shows as well. Yeah, yeah, and a letter, a letter, yeah. actual letter. Yeah. You know, it's um, if you want your your um your your questions answered more promptly, write a letter. Mm. It's funny because um, about uh, two months ago, I had to write about ten letters to some of my olds, and um, well, it was card. Mm. Oh, it was just, normally, you know, you just message or email or whatever. But I sat there and I wrote, and I think, Father, this feels funny. Mm-hmm. But it was cool too. Mm. I got a few letters back. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. I just feel it, was, it would be so much more special receiving a, a handwritten letter in the mail rather than an annoying text or something. Yeah. It's not very environmentally friendly, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Might be on just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Spied on a bird. <laughs> Speaking of letters, ite rana i runga i te kōrero te kōrero ati tokowaru i kōrero tiarae koe. And um, that was actually sent in a letter. Aye, kia Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. So te waha nui had told the surveyors not to come into the king country. Kaua e ruri i roto i te rohe pōtai, ka haere tonu, ka puhia. Ka puhia te kairuri. And um, he sent a letter to ti tokowaru and a letter was penei te wairua uh, e hoa kua mate eo te kaumomona o te tau <laughs> uh, kua panea ono toto ki ngā pari o pari ninihi that's what he said in his letter so I've killed the fat cow of the season and I've smeared his blood on the cliffs at pari ninihi and there's a lot of layers in there because talking about the southern boundary of the, yeah. the of the rohe pōtai and then Titoko replied Titoko Wari replied and played on that kairuri when he said back, and it was, lo- it was quite a long um, response, but started, Te nā koe hoa, tirohi atu au matariki ko anu ki ngā puke o tautoru, ko mohi o tātou koea te kairuri o te tautahitahi kia pipiriru o rua kia hōngongoi. And, that, and yeah, there's lots of kōrero oh, like that about nice. letters and going between our two puna. Nice. Um, you know, I recall a letter by uh, Rangitopeora, and um, at the time... Uh, the first, well, Martin Etififi had done the rounds to set the, mm. the Māori king up. But Rangi Topeora didn't agree. And, and there was dissension in um, Raukaua Teo ki te tonga. And yeah, she's, she wrote this in this letter, she's talking about how she doesn't agree with it. But um, yeah, just thinking about, you know, ngā kōrero a ngā mata tūpunei roto e ngā reta, but particularly that one that you shared today about um, Ti Tokowaru. And even... I think too, bro, um, one thing 
kareno tēnei ki a wānanga tia, but um, they also used kairuri was another kupu they used for rugla. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, like, saw that. Yeah. So it could be kai, like ru kairuri surveyor yeah. or ruler yeah. ruler, yeah. ruler. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like a kairuri o te tau. Yeah, yeah. 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 So while we're on Matariki, and um, Keikone <coughs> Tate, because this is one of the, and you know, uh, we've done lots of Matariki i Taringa. You know, that was your first one, Nangi. That was mm. the first um, Taringa was launched mm. uh, after or during Matariki. During, during, yeah, during Matariki. And that was something that we said at the start that Taringa was going to start on Te Tau Maori. Aye. And ever since then, we've had, you know, Kafakanui i a Taringa. Itewa or Matariki. Um, we're getting a lot of korero or patai asking about puanga. Mm. And Matariki has invigorated a lot of that, I believe. Um, and people to yes, go out and. Public holiday coming up. Yeah. Ana, ana. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good korero for us to have uh, about those belief systems, e pānakia. Kia puanga, kia matariki, me tāku, e harai te mea, he paia ke tētahi, tētahi. Kia ora. Ana, kia ora. Hey, ko era, e harai te mea, me tukituki, ko tētahi, kei te whakataitai, tētahi. Hoa, e kōrero mā tātou. Mm. Well, um, Rangi and I were um, doing a kōrero on some page. <laughs> Might have been the Ngāti Rangi one, eh? Yeah. yeah. And um, I, I was really clear that there's no competition. And you look at our kōrero, talking about kairuri, mm. Um, the kōrero of our people says, ko puanga te kairuri i te tau tawito, ko matariki te kai uaki i te tau o. Mm. Oh, cool. Oh. Yeah, it's a quite simple and... So, so um, to unpack that, oh, so, kare yeah, so, um, puanga um, farewells the old year, matariki welcomes the new year. And that kairuri is to draw a line so it's the first reference to kairuri rather than the second reference mm, that mm. You, you gave. And so puanga draws the line or farewells uh, the old year, matariki welcomes the new year. Mm. And right now, because um, we'll say, e tu puanga i te tahi o pipiri, huaina tōpare komaru aonui, ka puta ko te ka huiua. And, um, and you'll hear uh, Te Poihi Campbell talk about that on Wakahuia. Uh, what's interesting is Maruaunui sets in the Rākau Nui phase before Pipiri, so in Haratua. And uh, that's the beginning of the period because what uh, one of my uncles used to always say, ka, ka hua ngā pua, koia ko mm. And it was a season not necessarily to focus in on the new year. Mm. But it, was a, it was a period of time where from the middle through to the uh, piharau, mm. uh, um, you're, you're, you're acknowledging that that's your brief moment after you've harvested the middle and before you go and catch the piharau, well, not the, not the middle, harvest the kirigiru. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. You have a brief space to have a break and wānanga. Mm. Plus the weather tells you that because it's tānanga rākau. Mm. Mm. So, you know, I think I think the cool thing is that uh, we're going to have a holiday and I really support the Matariki holiday uh, and I'm not fussed whether it's called Matariki or not um, because I think what's really important is a lot of people from home will say, oh, no, we don't do Matariki, mm. which isn't correct. Puanga is the focus mm. because in the Wanganui River Valley, um, because of the angle, yeah. it's hard to see puanga until later, uh, see matariki until later. Mm. Uh, and, but all our kōrero always talks about te paiururangi. Mm. Mm. And, you know, we've got places all around, all around home, and then where I was raised, up in the Maunga, wai o uru is te wai o ururangi. Oh. Yeah. And it flows into the Hautapu stream. Mm. <laughs> and, and at the foot of the Hautapu stream is Te Wakatara o Pairangi. Mm. And the Rauru Wakatara 
is what you put into the umi for the hautapu. Wow. So it's all there. It's all there. It's all there. It's just that traditionally we weren't there during that time of year because it's freezing <laughs> down the river. Yeah. Yeah. We're back in the Mediterranean. Back in your, in your summer homes. <laughs> <laughs> At the Winter Palace. <laughs> 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 So is Puanga just one star? Well, Puanga is the star, and then there's, you know, there's a bit of a kahui there. Oh, okay. Pangi shared kōrero about that too. And, you know, well, between, between Puanga and Ngā Puke o Tautoru, there's other stars. You can see them. They're faint. But yeah. You can mm. see them. Yeah. So just above the pot, if you go from the middle... Yeah, I know which one Puanga is. Ngā Ngāwhata goes straight up, there's Puanga. Mm. Mm. So there's Te Whānau Puanga. Is there and it's it's um, uh, Puanga oh, no. and uh, her three daughters, and it said that they are also the she, she is one of the wives of Rehua. Mm. Oh um, man, that guy, yeah, that's yeah. Wives. <laughs> he did very similar to Tani, right? <laughs> <laughs> and those are the first um, the the first flowers or blooms that come back um, to the forest after midwinter. So the clematis is first. Mm. So one of the um, puawananga the pua or uh, or it's also known. But when but that's when it comes straight up, the pikiarero. So puawananga pikiarero me tahumate. So tahumate is a tree that that vine uh, grows on a lot. So they're seen to bloom uh, just after the winter. So puanga is attributed to, um, to bringing the first life back after the winter. You know mm. that the season has turned. So... Um, you know, and I just want to agree with, with what uh, Che is saying, is that we, um, I think it's a very modern take on how we have knowledge. It's a very Western idea that you kind of have this school versus that school, right? It's a competitive mm-hmm. element within the knowledge-based systems. Mm-hmm. Like um, there's a boundary on my knowledge and, and my knowledge extends to here and anything beyond that, oh, we don't know anything about. Whereas mm. our ancestors, they travelled so much. Mm. They interacted and they collected knowledge. I'm yet to go to an iwi that has puanga but doesn't have matariki or one that has matariki and doesn't have puanga. Mm. It's everywhere. It's mm. just different people choose to mark the turning of the seasons differently. Mm. Mm. And so that's what the variation is. And some of the people, you know, some of the people that I learn off and are my, like, real idols in the space, they don't use matariki to mark the new year. But I still soon learn so much off them and their way that they approach it. So there isn't a, and we need to stop setting it up as mm. that maramataka versus my maramataka. Mm. Yeah. Because we're just, just like your meter versus my meter. It's a yeah, stupid true. argument. Oh, right? mm. It's a stupid and it's it's not a Maori argument. That mm. is a Western idea mm. about having knowledge systems because what academics do in institutions is spend their time forwarding their argument and discrediting other people's argument. Yep. Mm. And that's not a Maori approach to knowledge. From what I think, anyway. And I was always raised, kotopiki <coughs> and so your house of knowledge is yours, my house of knowledge is mine, neither are wrong. Yeah. They may be different. Mm. Mm. And and I think what's really important is we've become so precious and, West, and influenced by the West that we are mimicking Western behaviours. Yeah, we don't even realise. Um, you know, yes, there will be variations, but it's still the same moon. It's Aye. still the same sky. Mm. Mm. Um, but the variation is is how you then pass it on mm. and the story that you put to it. You know, I think about Tahumate and, you know, Rangi might call it the Puaho, we might call it the Ho-Ho. Mm. Some others will generally call it the Fo-Fo-Paku. Um, but mm. what I like about Tahumate Fofui. is um, because we don't have kawakawa at home in the mountain because it's too cold. Too cold. Mm. Um, so we use the ho-ho, mm. which connects to taumate. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the thing is, is that uh, you're looking for different things. So puanga isn't about a new year as such, as I know it. It's, it's about that change of season to enter into wānanga because you've just got the fruits, you know, kahua ngā pua, so you've just got the fruits of, of the of the, the season, 
Flying, but they weren't very fat. <laughs> um, cool, though. And yeah, it was cool to see a flock. Uh, but after all of the work associated with with get, getting all, because you've just done all your gardening and all of that as well, it's a chance to reset in Wananga. Mm. Mm. You know, because yeah. at home on the west coast, so Taranaki and Wanganui, Maru, he's one of our atua matua. Mm. You know, everything is about maru. Mm. We we don't give any of our kai to tangaroa, mm. we give it to maru. Yeah. Mm. And so everything's about maru. And mm. and that reference to maru aonui um, is, is quite an important reference as well because, you know, he opens up so that we can be replenished. And it's talking about when the kahui ua comes, it's talking about replenishing because the land's been working for so long to give us food, to give us all these different things. So it needs to have a rest as well, yeah. a bit like a hibernation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it all like starts growing again. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, you know, you fellas need to jump on Facebook more and tell some of these fellas. Shut up. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot of that no, that goes on. No, relations. Yeah, <laughs> on, on social media, like, uh, you know, Henry Tahung, oh, that's the how they like to call it, how they like to call it, how they like um, you know, kia e kei kone te tauira, meringa te kakara, Aye, te yeah. whiranga kua, yeah. ki te hotu, yeah. it was named that everybody came to meringa te kakara, mm. ki, te, ki te wānanga. Ki te wānanga, tika, tika. Yeah, I just want to add quickly, um, I was talking to my uncle Rere Atamakeha about taking the practice up of um, the hotapu back mm. up north, and he goes, yeah, yeah, that's all good, um, I'll give you the puanga one, and I said, oh, I'm over in Rafati, in the, the east, in the... the up in the Bay of Islands. He goes, oh, why you fellas do matariki over there? And this was just a casual phone call, which was really, really good to hear. And because, cool. you know, you know, you know, there's always differing opinions about things, mm. you know, yeah. and yeah. it was great yeah. to hear. He, he is one of my absolute idols. Mm. He's amazing. He is, he is, he, and I always say when I'm in any public place or anywhere, actually, I tell people, in my mind, he is the leading expert in the country on lunar calendar systems. And it's not just his knowledge, but his application Aye. that I think sets him apart. Yep. And, you know, I learn from him all the time. And I sit with him now. He looks for there who are setting while Puanga is rising to mark his um, his new year. Mm. I look for a different set of markers, but they're around the same time. Mm. But we can sit down and there is no conflict between our no. discussions. He'll say something, I'm oh, like, wow, that makes so much sense. And then I'll say a name. He goes, where's that style? I'll say, there. He goes, well, because that, and we just feed off each mm. other. So it's a learning process. Mm. But in his, I've never felt that kind of, oh, this is an apuhi and that's too, mm. and, you know, we're, we're different. Because he says, no, no, he says to me, we have matariki, but it's different in terms of its application because of where we, we are. are. Proximity, mm. environment, yeah. environment, and all those indicators. And I, I think, you know, that's not how we practice it. And I've heard that, you know, one of my lectures. We don't practice that. I said, what do you practice? I don't know, but not that. And it had nothing to do with practice and more about where you're from. Yeah. Mm. And I think that that is something that we need to stop doing and stop kind of making these people with different mita or different approaches or different understandings or folk-ordered or styles or different versions of a waiata clash. Because mm. it actually it feeds into a much richer culture Aye. when you're able to feed into other people and help them and support them, uh, even if they're different, to understand the basics and then move into really being the lead in their regions or their space or their communities yeah. with that knowledge base. It's mm. the sharing of knowledge that we're starting to forget about. And we've got to stop building walls and thinking that this knowledge doesn't cross that river because it's a different iwi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We need and, to stop doing that. Imagine the problems that we would have if we all had the same outlook on things. Yeah. We wouldn't yeah. see a solution. Oh, so we're talking solution. about the world. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. yeah we can you know, like, like know. which way the toilet paper should go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's to the wall. It's <laughs> <laughs> the wall, not the other way. <laughs> to the window, <laughs> or to the just get on. You know? No, no, do it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. No, no, but yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, Brownie. Beautiful. <laughs> so, um, something that 
um, I think few of us have been doing. Definitely, Rangi yourself, you know, probably in the last two years, Kwangana Kitifai Te Maramataka, Erahotanga. And, you know, Kukwete, Kukwete me Fakatangatai Fakahiria Kufakaro Ehoa. What happens, you know, because I've, I've been doing a pretty good job at fitting my Western calendar to the Maramataka. Mm. Um, as best as I can interpret the Maramataka with my limited knowledge. Eharau te tohunga, but I know when it's Rakei Nui, I know when it's Fido, I know some of the ones in between, and they up down. But there's sometimes when a hui has to be on that date, mm. or something's due on that date. So how etahi kōrero e pāla, you know when you just, cause there's no two ways about it. You're gonna have to have your hui on a Fido, you're gonna have to. Yeah. You know, I've I've always been of the opinion. I use this analogy all of the time. You know, we talk in ideals when we talk about the maramataka. You know, we talk in ideals. Oh, this is the best time to do this, and this is the best time to do that. But you're right. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Mm. And I always say to people, ah, it's like when you say don't mow your lawn in the rain, mm. right? It's not as if you can't. It's just harder. But sometimes mm. you don't have an option, right? Yeah. You've been raining for a week. You've got to cut your lawn. So you get out there and you mow it in the rain. Mm. Uh, sometimes there are situations where, you know, you know it's not the best time, but you just got to grind it out. The main thing is that you're aware that it's probably going to be a little bit more difficult mm. than other times. Uh, and, and the other thing is it's really clear, I think, from practitioners will realise this, is the maramataka doesn't affect everyone the same, to the same degree. Mm. I find that um, from my understanding how I've seen it, we're all made up of water and it affects us all. Mm. But um, females, for the most part, are, are a lot more susceptible to the changes in the lunar phases as opposed to male. It's a real female element yeah. for me, mm. the lunar phase, the lunar um, system, mm. but it's not like if you go outside and it's fetal, you're gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Pending I see a bad moon rising. <laughs> that used to freak me out when I was little. We need to stop thinking about they are rules of thumb, and if you can sink in as best you can, then that's that's really good. But um, there's uh, examples of it historically, like we talked about Hotudo going out on Tamatea. Mm. Um, that's because he said, oh, let me let us scrap it out on the ocean then. Mm. So um, it's not as if you can't do certain things, but it's probably not as productive or as, as you know, won't bear the same fruits as if you did it in the optimum time. But the optimum time only happens when it's available to happen, if that makes sense, hey? Mm. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, people stuck in, in urban cities and they're stuck in um, traffic, spend a lot of time in traffic and they'll get home, you know, chirpy because not, not knowing what phases and the other day might be fed on the game. Man, that was a haul through traffic. Yeah, yeah. You'd be yeah. doing the same thing. You could be doing the same thing, but the way it occurs to you may differ. Yeah. Well, and and that rule of thumb around mowing the lawns, you just got to put extra effort in if you're going to mow it during the rain. Mm. Mm. And it's the same with whether it's fido or kore or, or tamate or whatever. Mm. You know, you've just got to work extra hard. and But there are other things that may happen in those different phases as well. So they're, they're not just bad, mm. but it's just that you've got to be more aware. Kilda. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And better prepared sometimes. Mm. How I'm going to have this hui on kore kore, so everyone's probably going to be flat. I probably mm. need to do a lot more preparation so our hui Can't doesn't just it. talk about rubbish and, yeah. you know, we're just really in and out of that yeah, hui as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, quick. Put some cake on the table, you know. Just <laughs> you just, just mitigate some of those, yeah. Yeah. mitigate some of that, mitigate, yeah. you know, yeah. some of those issues. Travelling too, you say travelling in the field. Like, did I say fiddle again, travelling in the field. Take your time, take breaks, yeah. leave in a good space of mind, karakia. Which I want to quickly add on to what Prani asked. You're the CEO of your own company. How do you apply the maramataka to you? I would run dual calendar systems. Cool. It's quite easy to do because we can't get out of the Western Gregorian solar calendar mm. system because if you're a CEO of a company, you'll know that that system drives the day-to-day -day activities. The whole economic system yeah, is commerce, driven on the yeah, commerce. Yeah, today. Yeah. And that's one of the major drivers for that system of time. But what I would do is I'd understand clearly where I am in my Western calendar and I would understand clearly where I am in my um, in my lunar Māori uh, lunar calendar system. I would probably look to have the bigger breaks or give people rest during this time of the year. Che's right, Haratua coming down to Pipiri mm. and flattening out into Hongongoi and then starting to rise as you get into Mahuru 
And then my busiest times where I'd be expecting more from my yeah. kaimahi would be in the, um, yeah, a bit in the spring, into the summer, but definitely into the autumn. Yep. That's when I'd be pushing. And then uh, I would mark out, you know, just highlight on the calendar when the fetal dates are, when the good moons are, mm. when the bad moons, and just try and say, look, if you can shift your focus and work, know not to probably... Um, push some difficult issues or some harder stuff yep. during those difficult phases if I can. Mm. I'd run a dual system, I'd plan it out for the cool. year and I'd approach it in that like way. Like board meetings, working from home, look look at yeah. Fido, look at Mutu. Have board meetings, meetings, working from home, working from home, working from home, board meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> working from home, working from home. Board meeting, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I'm my own CEO. Kia For me, my love and I. <laughs> um, and so my, my niece... Um, she has the technology to, um, you give her your maramataka that's been in your family or whatever, and she can put it then into um, an app and QR code it, and then it comes up on your own calendar, <gasps> your <gasps> own your own whānau or hapu or iwi, mm. iwi maramataka. And so I've been doing that for the last year through what she gave me. And, um, amazing. Oh, she's amazing. Wee. Kowai to Bennett Huxtable. Okay, she's based in Taihape. There you go. And, um, <laughs> and, um, and so there are some of my board meetings that are just set on the first Monday or the last Friday, whatever. But um, other things that aren't, then I try and align them to the Maramataka. Mm. And you just got to... Yeah. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Yep. And those are those are really good. And all of the, a lot of people working in the space doing some great stuff and a lot of the apps and that are really, really cool. One of the things we need to be very, very careful of is we don't do the basics, which is go outside and look at the moon. And yeah, that's totally. what we're doing. We're, yeah. we're, we're yep. sinking ourselves in by just using the calendars without actually reconnecting to the mm. environment. You've got to go out and you've got to like... You know, when we get out after this, you know, you look up into the sky and you'll see some just absolutely amazing, the lunar phases, the position of stars, you know, um, what's happening in the environment. You've got to actually sink in because if you're not, all you're doing is making the lunar calendar environmentally driven mm. system fit into the Western calendar yeah. system. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you're yeah. doing. Yeah, you're yeah. just making it fit into that system. And imagine That's standing right. outside and going, bro, what's the lunar phase today? Oh, hang on, bro. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the amount of people yeah. that ask me, you know, well, what's a lunar face? I say, well, go outside and look up. That's mm. a lunar face. Yeah, and that's what I like about how they teach it in uh, Kura in Hawaii. They, they teach it by looking at the shape of the marama. Mm. And so I've got some mokopuna um, that go to Kura over there. And um, the few times I've been there, last time I was there, um, we we're looking, we we're talking about different things. And Pehi goes to his boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, the marama. Ole pau. It's like kore pau. They're just by looking at it. Ole pau. But you got to go outside because you'll go LED. Yeah. Not do this either. Wait on, wait on. Well, that's a good, you know, he nui te 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 ako iro to itera. Te mutungi ho, e putaki waho. Hey. Um, tiro ki te marama, koe, te tiro ki to app, koe ki reira nake. Yeah. But um, it's a whole lot of things there, and it's, it's, a, it's a process. It's a long game. It's a long game. Yeah. 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 It's reconnecting, long... re-indigenizing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, being understandable about that, eh? you're yeah. unpacking what you've inherited mm. and actually getting back what you naturally yeah. should be inheriting. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, like programs like Taringa and what, the Wananga does, and I really do want to, you know, and I'm just so I'm not employed by the Wananga to say this, <laughs> but you know what you guys are doing, yeah. I think is so critical, so critical because we're at a, I think the generation who established the Wananga, we're really about uh, reclaiming our spaces, and what this kind of uh, podcast does is it is actually creating a next generation of practitioner. Mm. Now that's when Matauranga lives. It yeah. can't just be a, if you, if you learn to study or you study your, your Māori culture, then you might as well just stick it in the museum because that's all mm. it is. Mm. It's, a, it's a field of study. Mm. But when it's practised and lived, now that's when a culture becomes alive through its language and culture. And what you guys have done, and particularly with the Matariki stuff, favourite episodes is your hautapu. Absolutely, the booklet is absolutely amazing. Mm. I take my hat off to you uh, and the support 
you know, for me, I've had from the wānanga with Dewa Matariki and, you know, seeing my ancestors' knowledge come to life in the truck. And I said to you, Purao, that's one of the moving moments of my life, you know. I sat there and I wept and I'm not like that, but I saw my ancestors' knowledge come to life. But you're helping to embed the practice in this next generation and it's by practice that our culture will survive. That's its true platform of its practice, its lived, eh? Mm. Normalised. And so... Yeah, I just want to mihi to you all for that, and um, <coughs> I'll send you my invoice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can then you do a course. <laughs> <system. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, he he just on those practices, <laughs> I did. I did enjoy, even though I don't eat it myself. Um, our hakari before the sky to Wakanuya, our two hundredth episode, was nice to see um, Kangawaru. You and that haircut. Thank um, you. It's beautiful to see Shout that. out to mm. my mate Max, Hati Nati Cafe. She taught me how to make that. Kapai <laughs> Max. Well, then I'm Tata Homa. あの、いてるあらいお足りが。あ、そう、you <laughs> Dangi would normally sing something from Jimi Hendrix or Dangi Tui Tika in the house. Porfa, puti puti kane hanae, makukwe katoe. To listen to more episodes, search for us on your podcast app and subscribe. Taringa, whakarongo mai.